pimps in the crib, mom. Hey guys, welcome back to the Blonde Babble. The Blonde Bible. I am your host, Ella Ringrose. We're gonna be doing a solo one today. It is, what date is it? Let's me check. It is the 3rd of March, so happy, happy new month. It is Sunday and it is pouring rain outside. I adore the rain. Is anyone with me? I like, I, I would pick a rainy day over a sunny day. I don't know if that's messed up or not. I don't know, I just love it. I love being inside and being like warm and like it's just so cozy and you can get so much crap done. It's really nice, I don't know. So I'm just sitting here on my floor. I actually feng shuied. I was about to say I feng shuied my apartment. Okay, no, I have feng shuied my room. I don't have an apartment yet. Um, so I cleared out my entire room, moved around my furniture and I feel like my room gives all such a sensual, sexual vibe. I don't know, cause I have like LED lights on my TV and it lights up the whole room, whatever color you want to pick it. But I feel like mood lights just make any room so like, I don't know, just really sensual. Is that just me? Like, you know, those people have the purple lights in their room and it, when it's nighttime, the whole room's just a little purple. I just think it gives us such a mood. I don't know, I adore them. Anyway, getting off topic, I feng shuied my room today. I feel like I was getting really unmotivated when I was working from home. I mean, I do do a lot of work from home and studying from home. And I was like, my room is just not inspiring me at all. Like, it's just so... You walk into the room, it's the exact same way. So I decided to feng shui it. It originated from China and it basically is, it claims to use energy forces to harmonize individuals with their surrounding environments. So basically the energy you receive is from like the environment you're around. So if you just spruce it up a little bit, you know, every once in a while, just move your room around. I mean, I've always been like that. I think since I was like, at least nine or 10, actually definitely younger. Like if you ask my mom, <laughs> go ask my mom. From a really, really young age, I've always been one for redoing my room and decorating it and like making it, moving it around all the time. Like my mom would say she'd hear the like hammer at least once a week because I'd be hammering things up on the wall. Like just whatever. But I cleared my room. I moved my bed to a completely different side um, and just moved some things around. And it's like exciting. It's like new new times do you know what I mean like I feel like it's like okay new beginnings and then also I cleared out my entire um wardrobe or in my case chest of drawers because I don't have a wardrobe um I like to keep kind of minimal on the clothes um I'm not one who has a lot of clothes to be completely honest with you um but for so long I've been like I really just want to get new clothes and I was like how can I make way for new things to come into my life if I'm not getting rid of the old things so I cleared out my chest of drawers and now I only have like four drawers of clothes um, like including like one drawer is just like socks, underwear, bras, all that sort of stuff. Like I, and jackets, all in my like three or four drawers. And I'm gonna get some new clothes. So I just cleared it all out, kind of really cleared it. It clears your headspace so much if you clear out your room and just kind of get rid of all this jazz because you just feel more like clear. I don't know, like I can't get work done if I know my room is messy. I've always been like that. Like I cannot function if my room is messy. Like it really impacts the way my head thinks. I don't know if that's just me. Let me know, let me know. I'm sorry if you can hear the rain outside. I mean, it might sound a little bit like ASMR, but <laughs> there's nothing I can do about that. But yeah, so clean my room today. And then also I'm 
I've been really cutting down on alcohol. Like when I go out, I won't consume that much. Like I still will go out the odd time, but I don't drink half as much as I would before where I'd literally be ordering a drink after drink after drink. So like I used to have like gin bottles in my room um, just because I like to have a drink every once in a while while I'm getting ready for a night out but I decided to like put them away in the kitchen kind of hide them like not have them always there like first thing I see when I wake up across the room is like bottles of gin do you know what I mean just like little things like that can really impact the way you do your actions and stuff you do your actions the way your actions are done wait how would you say that what you choose to action on I don't even know how to say that, but just remove some like things like that and like just, you know, all that sort of stuff. And my room just looks cool and it's really nice right now. It's a cool mood. I always burn incenses. Incense? My favorite is sage. Now I'm trying to get, I'm trying to use all my old ones up because I just don't want to waste them. But then I think from then on, I'm just going to use sage because it really makes your whole room smell good. Can someone please let me know? I mean, I could probably just quickly Google it. But can someone please let me know if incense are bad for you? Because I mean, it's smoke at the end of the day and it's going all into your room and then you're obviously inhaling that. But it ju I feel like it cleanses the energy in your room. That's what a lot of people say, that like it really cleanses out the room. It also makes it smell good. Um, well, It's like a very particular scent. Like a lot of people might not like it, but I love it. I'm like, can someone please let me know if it's bad for you? Like, please just hit me up, slide into my DMs. I really wanna know. I mean, I've been going through them. I've been burning like one stick a day. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I mean, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Another thing I did, holy crap, this is a game changer. So basically, in my last podcast or my first podcast, I was talking about how unfollowing people and kind of doing like a detox kind of cleanse on Instagram is so good for your mental health because you kind of get rid of the people that you're not friends with in real life. Like, why should you be seeing them on your social media? Because it really does impact your life. I'm not even kidding. If you constantly see stories of this X, Y, and Z people and you are not friends with them, you still think they're in your life and they're just not. But I did the cleanse and I actually muted. I follow at the moment, 368 accounts and I think I muted 300 of them <laughs> like nothing to do with them cool people just I spend I used to have this as a habit where I'd have to look at every story in the morning until they were all gone then I could start my day which is so bad um so I muted everyone's stories and posts um and now my Instagram feed is beautiful I mean, I didn't unfollow like my close, I mean, I didn't meet my like friends, like my close friends because like, I want to see what they're up to. You know what I mean? But like literally, and like some of my favorite bloggers, I didn't mute and stuff, but literally my feed is just inspirational quotes and I follow like really cool entrepreneur people like, you know, Tony Robbins, Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk, like, I can't pronounce him, the good quote. Like my feed is just so positive. And like, I woke up this morning and I'd like check my feed, whatever. And I was like, this is like low key boring. Like I usually get so excited. I'm like, I wanna see what people were up to last night. Like seeing where everyone was drinking, all that sort of stuff. But I think it's the best decision for me and it's gonna, I'm gonna get used to that. And then it'll be so much better. Just like looking at like inspirational quotes in your feed rather than like selfies and pictures and everything like that. So I just muted a bunch of people. Like 
It also, Instagram kept like breaking for me. It was like, air, you can't mute too much. Like it wouldn't allow me to mute a certain amount of people. So I would had to wait like another hour until I could mute people again. Um, but honestly, my feed is beautiful and I don't feel like shit after looking at it. I mean, unless you go to the explore page and get like buried in memes, but um, yeah, that's what's happened happening. And all the stories are just so positive. I mean, I still follow some of my favorite like influencers from like Ireland and America and stuff like that, but honestly, it's a great time. It just feels so much more clear. I haven't been spending half as much time on Instagram as well, which is such a pro. Like, I don't know, pro tip, just mute people if you don't want to like unfollow them just for the pure awkward reason of if you run into them a lot and it's just like, do you know what I mean? But like, I've muted so much people that it's like nothing to be taken personally. Not that anyone cares. I thought, feel, feel good. I think I'm just doing a little detox, spring clean. It really does impact your mindset. Like tomorrow's Monday and I'm so excited to do work. Like I'm so excited to get up tomorrow and do work. Every part of my life now is really like clean and like chill or whatever. I'm like, I'm excited for tomorrow to literally get up at six and do it. I've been trying to get up at five lately, but um, this morning I got up at five and was just absolutely exhausted and actually fell asleep at eight and then woke up at nine. So tomorrow I think I'm gonna get up at six, but we're working on it, we're working on it. I wanted to say thank you so much for the support of my last podcast. I did not expect to get that many streams. All the kind messages mean the world. I, I feel like mess someone messaging you is way more important to me than like the views or the streams, but I was still like blown away by the support and everything. So thank you so much. And when, I didn't even get to tell you this, when I was, um feng shuiing my room i made a little i want to call it a nook like a podcast nook i don't like that word i d don't ask me why but um i made like a little corner of my room that's the podcast station it looks so cute there's like a plant a pink crystal with a tea light in it i've got the mic permanently there and it's on this little table and it's so freaking cute and I'm so excited to like, this is like, this is a, my little podcast station. So this is what I'll record my podcast in every like Sunday. I'm content. Um, I'm so excited to start the week. But um, yeah, let's just get back onto the, the role of the podcast. So this, this one, I kind of want to talk about the whole Kardashian drama at the moment. This is definitely not going to be a drama podcast. And I don't want to focus in on the actual drama. Like, but I want to talk about like, just how messed up I feel society is a little bit. But basically the rundown is, I think everyone knows Kylie Jenner. Jordan Woods is Kylie Jenner's best friend and Jordan Woods kissed Tristan Thompson, which is Khloe Kardashian's boyfriend who they also have a child together. Kylie Jenner and her best friend Jordan lived together, but she kissed um, Khloe Kardashian's baby daddy and all like jokes aside and everything obviously that is such a shitty situation for Chloe like the poor thing imagine how public that is for your boyfriend to be kissing someone that you would treat like a little sister but no matter if everyone thinks Jordan's in the wrong I mean what she did was wrong but I just can't help but feel sympathetic for her as well as Chloe like I feel sorry for Chloe obviously it must be so hard for everyone but I'm not feel feeling sorry for Jordan in the sense of what she did was bad. Kissing someone she knows really well, boyfriend is like not on. But what I find so fucking hard is like, okay, yes, she made a very big mistake and that is so hard, but it's being under the public eye just makes it like 10X is it to like 10 times more difficult. Like I could never imagine that. 
Like she is under a microscope right now. I think anything the Kardashians do is under a microscope, but I just, I can't help but feel bad for her no matter what. Like online trolling is a real thing. And no matter, like I get so much hate comments on my YouTube videos and I don't take it personally. I'm like, honey, if they're sitting behind their laptop, okay, writing something like, you're so fat, you're so ugly, whatever it is they're saying, obviously that reflects back on them. They're just in a bad mood and a bad vibration and they don't feel good inside. So they want to bring you down to their level. Like whatever it is, obviously it's like, that doesn't get to me, but you can't say that like, no matter how millions of hate comments you're getting, it's not going to get to you. Like that must be so hard. Imagine, okay. Imagine any regular person did that mistake and they cheated on I, I don't, how's the word cheated? I'm just focusing on Jordan. I don't care about Tristan. I don't like him, but I'm just talking about Jordan in the sense of, will we say cheated? Disobeyed. No, disrespected. A regular person like me or my friend, if we did that, it would be really bad and you might cut ties with that person because you'd be very upset. But like having it all in the public eye is like, a billion times worse. And I, I do feel sorry for her in that sense because she is probably getting like thousands of death threats, tons of hate comments. I don't know. Like, I think people forget that there's like a real person behind that screen um, in any aspect, like hate comments. Like we are just regular people, not like we, like I'm not famous. I'm just saying like when I post videos and stuff, like I'm a regular human being who's checking my phone and seeing all these comments. Do you know what I mean? Like Jordan Woods is a real person and I know what she did again was awful but I just can't help feel bad for the girl like the amount of abuse she's probably getting yes it was a wrong thing but it's just it's terrifying that's one thing I'd be absolutely terrified to be in the like that famous not that I ever will be but like being that famous just really freaks me out and I remember watching an interview with Kylie Jenner and she was saying something like she knows she's not meant for the fame. Like she's not meant for this life. Um, I know Kim Kardashian said she she's always made for it. I mean, she like, they must have thick skin. Like, of course you kind of have to be stone cold in those situations because they, they probably get so much abuse every day that it's not even like a second passing thought when they see it. But I just, you would have to have a really good, like, I mean, they're, the Kardashian clan are so rich. They probably have therapists on call, like, all that sort of stuff but like you would really have to really take care of yourself and you know meditate and read books and really really look after yourself um mentally and physically I just I wouldn't be able for that life no matter like I do work hard for like my my mentality but Jesus Christ I just couldn't do it and I I, I feel bad for the girl I know like I keep saying it's obviously what she did was not fucking cool like you don't do that but I just think it must be hard I think people are like that's always going to be remembered but I feel like media we're always on to the next thing like this is news is going to die out in a week and then it's going to be on to the next thing like the Logan Paul situation like no one talks about that anymore um if you're not familiar Logan Paul basically was went into a suicide forest and recorded a body that had committed suicide and uploaded it onto YouTube and it ruined his career for a while. It was like, I'm actually, I, I, I'd say he earned a ton of money from the publicity, but it wasn't good publicity. But I think, who was it said? Like, someone said it to me that they're, they're like, any publicity is good publicity. I mean, controversial. I'm not going to get into that whole situation, but it was so messed up what Logan Paul did. But no one really talks about it. We're on to different things. Like, people do forget. Um, I don't really know where that's going, but. 
yeah, like, we don't even know what the biggest controversy of 2019 is going to be. I'm not one for drama. I never have been. Like, I mean, celebrity drama. I've just never... I have no fucking clue about celebrity gossip. This was just something that was really like, oh, okay. Because, like, I think everyone knows, like, Kylie Jenner and um, Jordan Woods are, like, an iconic duo of best friends. I think they got married. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that they actually got married. But um, I've never been one for celebrity drama. I adore... Like, when I think of celebrities, for me, bloggers are celebrities. Like, people I follow on YouTube... YouTubers are celebrities in my case. Like, they're the people I idolize and love watching, so... And yeah, that is pretty much it. But, I mean, there must be some point where it gets to you. Like, that's... I know you shouldn't live in fear. And I do not want to live in fear. But sometimes I'm a little bit scared to say controversial things because one day, maybe when my YouTube does grow more, um, like, what if I slip up and then, like, oh, I just would hate to be on one of those drama channels. Like, what? just please don't watch those drama channels. You know, there's, like, YouTube channels, like, Spill the Tea and, like, I remember John Cookie and he's one of them. He's, like, his whole career is based around, like, dissing other people. I don't see how anyone could be happy doing that job and it's such a toxic part of YouTube that you just don't want to get involved in like watching those YouTube drama videos like you get a bit of dopamine you get excited you're like oh my god this is so funny to watch but after you just feel like shit like you feel like pure shit like why is it benefiting you watching and supporting people bashing other YouTubers or creators like bullying them in a sense like I feel like it is bullying with these drama channels I don't know, even if the person did wrong and did something bad, like, uh, it's so messed up when, like, drama, like, YouTubers get into so much online abuse from, like, bringing up old tweets. Let me think of an example. Holly Boone, she's this English YouTuber, she's a makeup artist, and I think someone dug up really old tweets. Oh, same with Laura Lee. She's an American YouTuber. People, like, dug up tweets that were kind of racist from, like, years ago like people change like I could be saying stuff right now that I'm not going to agree with next year and it's like people are like YouTube and like online have gotten so fucking sensitive to anything we say like no matter what you say you're going to get someone being like I don't agree with this or I don't think that's right and it's like what can we do you can't please everyone like you literally can't please everyone and it's it pisses me off when I see like people being like Lorely career gone it's like let her live like we all make mistakes you haven't made mistakes Audrey like <laughs> I knew I don't know but like when these like drama channels dig up their tweets from like 12 years ago and then people slate them that must be hard and that's like the one thing I just get a bit worried about YouTube I'm like this is scary like online is a toxic place I mean there is positives to it but I mean I just life would be much better for creators if there was like a youtube like person that would have to approve comments i mean that would be pretty much impossible because i think it's like there's like 24 hours of footage uploaded every second onto youtube something like that something crazy or it's every minute i don't even know but like for someone to approve that many comments like you would need thousands of employees which is just not on but like i just wish i just wish that like hey comments couldn't be posted because it's really upsetting and like that's why so much youtubers nowadays are coming out with depression and they're coming out with all these issues like the really really big ones because I mean people just kind of throw a blind eye to it and it's like this has to be affecting these people 
Do you know what I mean? Like the ones who seem super happy, like they could be really happily happy because they're successful, cool people. But like, I think a lot of people forget, like they're dealing with being bullied every single day. This kind of is like a random thing that I just kind of flew into, but it's something that like makes me a little bit upset for people. I'm like, Jesus, like online can be, and social media can be such, it is an amazing, powerful tool. It's so cool to meet people, to connect, to grow, all this sort of stuff. But there can be an element to it of toxicity and it's just kind of learning how to deal with that and I know if you're listening and you're not a YouTuber it's still something to think about and I would never ever post a hate comment like I don't think I've ever thumbs down a video either I just don't I don't understand why someone would do that like I would never be like you're fat or you're ugly or you're some, I hate those words but like commenting on that someone like what I would never do that so like I always wonder like what's going through these people's minds to actually do that and I'd love to see the people behind the screen because the haters never have profile pictures they never have like videos up or anything I just would love to see what they're like and what they do in their day-to-day do you know what I mean like are they mothers are they fathers like do they have kids like I don't know. I was like scrolling because I don't know about you when I watch YouTube videos. I scrolled through the comments anyway and I always read all of them. And there was one where like this girl was like, you're disgusting, you piece of shit or something like that. And I clicked on her and then like looked at her videos. And I was like, me and the kids on holiday in Spain. I was like, are you kidding me? You're raising kids and you're commenting this on a YouTuber who was like 17 years old. It's like, what do you? It just blows my mind. Like she obviously has a regular job. She has kids and she's commenting abuse on like a YouTuber who's like 17. I can't even remember what video it was, but like the YouTuber was young. And I was like, I wasn't even like, oh my God. I was like laughing. Like I'm kind of laughing now. I'm like, that is so messed up. Like you're raising kids and you're bullying kids. Like sit down, honey. Um, Just something to think about. Just a light note. Um. I don't know about you, but really, really was like, what the hell? Also a really random, random, random thought that passed through my mind, which I don't know if anyone thought this. So basically Ariana Grande, she's the most followed person on Instagram, I think, or the most followed girl. No, I think overall she just beat Selena Gomez. I mean, I mean, Selena Gomez is definitely still winning. But one thing I've noticed is like, you know, really like, but small influencers, like people who have like in their 100Ks, 200Ks, it's like, that's their job. That's their business. They built that up so it could become a business. But then, so they're doing like ads, promotional posts, bringing out products, which is so fair enough. Like it's such a cool job. And then you look at like the likes of like, not even Ariana Grande, but just like bigger influence, like bigger people, like who are actors. And it's like, you never see them doing any promotional posts. And I'm like, is it because they're, they're earning so much money from their careers of acting or singing that they just don't feel the need to do posts? But it's like, that is like a whole platform that you could be earning a whole bunch of money on. But then I guess as well, they're probably so rich from the... It's usually like famous actresses and like like Ariana Grande is minted. She does not need any more money. Like, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you're never going to spend that amount of money. But it's like, that's a massive platform that like, anyone would die for, for like a business. But then again, they don't need it because their career is outside of Instagram. Am I making sense? It's just something I was thinking about. I was like, it's so funny how the biggest influencers or like followed people on Instagram don't take it as a business. 
because they're probably so successful anyway and then people who are small influencers that's their their goal like it's to build it into a business it's just interesting seeing like that made no sense but it made better sense in my head really but um I kind of like it like it's nice having like the really really big influencers with like ad free like Ariana Grande doesn't do any ads I don't follow her I'm, I'm not one for like celebrities but I don't think I follow one celebrity um but like I like that that they don't do ads and stuff like that so just some of my my thoughts that I've been thinking this week um for one who isn't into like celebrity gossip and all this kind of all was kind of based around celebs I mean not really I've been so into podcasts now lately like I hate listening to music I feel guilty listening to music is that just me like I feel like when I listen to music I'm like I'm wasting time like I could be learning right now um also pro tip I have been bringing my book anywhere and everywhere I go so like even if I know I will not have any free time so let's say I'm going straight to class you're obviously not going to read a book in class but let's say you just like or like, I know for a fact I'm not going to have any time to read this. Bring it anyway, because you'd be surprised of how many times you might be waiting in a waiting room. Or you might be waiting in line, or something like that. And I've been bringing my books and reading them on the train. And within a week and a half, just from reading from my commutes every day, I finished a book that was like 300 and something pages. Which is crazy to me, because, like, yeah. Just, just from my commutes, instead of like scrolling through Instagram mindlessly and just being a little robot I finished a book and learned so much stuff it was just really interesting yeah I'm reading the 5am club at the moment by Robin Sharma Mimi Boucher talks about it all the time so I wanted to try it but I'm like 10 pages in and it's a little bit voodoo not gonna lie but I just want them to get into the the 5am part because that's the part that intrigues me because I've been waking up super early lately and I've been loving it. I just, uh, I get sad when it turns like 9am. I'm like, oh, I wish it was still early. Do you know what I mean? Because like, you just feel so much cooler. Like that, like not that much people, half of Ireland haven't even woken up yet. Does that make any sense? Like it just, it just feels nice. I'm gonna finish the podcast here because there's not too much else I have to imply. But um, let me know what you thought. Shoot me a message on Instagram. Um, I'm gonna be planning upcoming guests now. To be honest, I... I have been thinking lately, I'm like, I would honestly love someone to do this podcast with. Like, if anyone's listening to the end right now, if you think you're, like, good at presenting or you're good on radio or whatever, or just, like, a chatty person that you think you get along with me, shoot me a message. I mean, I've kind of been thinking, I'm like, I don't know if I'd like to do this podcast solo because you can get so much guests on, which is cool, but I think it's so fun to bounce back on someone, like, my best friend, one of my best friends, Alicia, like we, she has her own podcast, you see, but we did one and it just flows. Like it just, we were bouncing off each other and our opinions were so different and there was controversy and I kind of love it. And I feel like most podcasts, it's like, you kind of have to have a duo. And I've, I've just been thinking like for now, I'm going to keep rolling with it. Definitely doing it solo because I adore it. And I also think I'm quite good at it, but I've just been like, I mean, I feel like two people, it's kind of like, it's just kind of bouncing off each other. It flows better. You're not too stuck for what to talk about. Just a little thought. So if anyone's listening to the end and you live in Dublin or you don't have to, um, shoot me a message because, or even just if you want to be on my podcast, I would adore to like chat to you. So fun. Even over Skype. That's one thing. Oh my God. The beauty, the beauty of the internet 
if someone has a microphone, you can Skype them and they can record their audio on the other line and send it over to you. And it sounds like you're in the same fucking room when they could be in Australia or halfway across the world. That blows my mind. Like technology nowadays. Sound like a grandmother. The technology, but like it's mad. So yeah, if you want to do a podcast with me, I like whatever it is, come on chat. If it's about anything to do with dating, your career, relationships, if it's not even anything you just want to come on, shoot me a message I would adore to. Um, Even if there's just something you want to chat about, I would adore that. Or if anyone's interested in starting a podcast, shoot me up. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to this, guys. Um, I really hope you enjoyed. If you have any constructive criticism or if you just have any feedback, shoot me a message. I I would love to hear and improve the podcast. Um, and yeah, follow me on Instagram. It's at Ella Ring Rose, um, a ring and a rose. And then of course my YouTube channel, that's probably where everyone's came from because um, I'm a YouTuber. I'm, I've never been one for Instagram. I'm, I'm tr- I try, but I really just don't like it. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for watching. I love you all so much and I will hear you. <laughs> I will. I will talk to you in my next podcast. So yeah, love you all. Bye.